This is Anthony Johnson for the Pain in the Past podcast. Thanks for tuning in and making your choice to explore and potentially relieve chronic pain. Find strength and success in numbers by joining a community built on chronic pain healing at painpass.com. If you're experiencing chronic pain, symptoms, or sensations, and do not have any medical illness or diagnosis, the information in this podcast is for you. This show is about chronic pain caused by tension myositis syndrome, or TMS, based on Dr. John Sarno's theory of emotional suppression causing physical pain. As always, you are responsible for your own medical and professional treatment of all pain and symptoms. This is not professional medical advice and cannot be used as such. For more information, questions, or to join the Pain in the Past community support group, join us at painpast.com. This podcast is to share my personal journey of emotional healing and how I ended more than 20 years of chronic pain. Here, we are going to learn and grow and heal together. This is my personal story of my pain in the past. Hello and welcome to the Pain in the Past podcast. This is episode 81 and today I am talking about belief in knowing. Belief in knowing that I was okay. Belief in knowing that I could bend over. Belief in knowing that I'm not going to be in pain when I stand up. Belief in knowing that I'm not going to be in pain when I walk from a seated position. Belief in knowing when I turn over and get out of bed, I'm not going to be in pain when I walk. Belief in knowing that when I get in and out of the car, my hip will be fine. When I go up and down the stairs, my knees will be fine. So today I want to emphasize how important it is that we believe that we're okay. The basis for TMS or tension myositis syndrome is the fear has fueled more and more pain, symptoms, and sensations. So the key is for us to believe that we're okay, to have a mindset that we're okay, and to act like we're okay, to go about our day, do our activities like we're okay. I think the biggest transition or switch or change came for me when I just kind of had this knowing that's what I needed to do. And the more I thought about it or doubted it or wondered, the more I stayed stuck. So even if you take small steps and you limit your fear, you limit your doubt, you limit your false beliefs, and you just Start taking some of those steps to move forward like you're okay, like you're not in pain, 
every time you do that, it's another sign to your brain that you're okay. But the key here is that it is knowing you're okay, believing you're okay, and acting like you're okay. It goes far beyond simply saying the words, I'm okay, or simply saying, I'm fine. You have to actually believe that you're fine. You have to believe that you're okay. I mean, your brain is your brain, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty smart piece of equipment. So if you say, I'm okay, and subconsciously or unconsciously or whatever you want to call it, you have fear or you think you're going to hurt or you don't want to hurt or you don't want to do that move or you don't want to bend over or you don't want to walk down the stairs or get up from a seated position. Your brain's going to know that. So the reason I'm saying take slow steps. Each time you increase the time frame, each time that you say to myself, I know I'm okay, and you move, you're teaching the brain that you are actually okay. And that's what lowers the symptoms. That's what lowers the sensations. That's what lowers the pain. So the trend has been, if you think you're going to have pain, or if you're afraid of the pain, that's why you're continuing to have it. That's why you're in a loop. So the goal is to believe. No one no one thinks that this is going to happen overnight. Like, I certainly don't think it's going to happen overnight. But everyone is different. Some people click and they get it. They start doing it and they're fine within a few days, maybe a week. Other people have so many symptoms, so many sensations, so many things hurting them. It's difficult for the brain, it's difficult for them consciously to say, I'm okay. If I have five or 10 symptoms I have allergic reactions, I have gut or digestive issues, I have pain in my back, I have pain in my knees, I have pain in my feet. I'm either sitting most of the day or laying most of the day. It's going to be really difficult to make that transition. So what I'm saying is take small steps and those do not have to be literal or physical steps but take steps each day toward training your brain to believe that you're okay. Make small movements, do small things. If you're going up the stairs one foot at a time, maybe go up one or two steps each foot at a time. If you're getting up from a chair really slow and it takes you five seconds, try getting up in four seconds. Try getting up in three seconds. If you're only walking about 10 feet and you experience pain, try to walk 11 feet. Try to walk 12 feet. 
Every person out there that's experiencing pain that's caused by TMS or any of the other things described as brain pain, the mind-body syndrome, emotional suppression, whatever you want to call it, we're all at different places. We're all going to take different amounts of time to get out of this. I've heard of people that have read the book by Dr. John Sarno and immediately felt relief. So those people basically read through the book and said, oh, it's been in my brain. It's all fake. <laughs> and they just happened to move through whatever symptoms or pain or sensations that they had. That's not going to happen for everyone. That certainly did not happen for me. I read about it. I watched videos. I looked for stuff online. I tried to do it. I thought about doing it. I attempted to do it. And many times it was just so painful to try and do a lot of the things that I used to do every single day of my life that I honestly, I just gave up. My brain was not ready to say, this is not real. So my pain was very, very severe. My pain was very, very real. Your pain is very real. You feel it. It's there. It's real. The point is, the way to get out of it is to understand that it's something that's caused by your brain and not something that's caused by medical illness, medical diagnosis, or structural damage. So if you've listened to my other episodes and you've listened to episode one for the background on my pain journey, you understand that after more than 20 years, I had no real diagnosis. I had no real medical evidence. Years and years and years of doctor visits and no relief. Chiropractors, rheumatologists, cardiologists, medical doctors, ibuprofen, OTC stuff, laying in bed, icing, heating, there was a night where I walked in some snow and I got this horrible pain in my foot. And looking back, I had a clear vision in my mind that coldness on my feet caused pain. Especially if it was something like snow or ice or rain. So what happened? I got severe pain in my foot. I walked in the snow for about an hour and I got in the car and walking back to the car was so painful that it almost brought tears to my eyes. But when I got in the car and I turned on the heat and let the heat hit my feet, it felt like the heat was actually giving me relief from the pain. 
So what does my brain do? It says, oh, well, that makes sense. Your feet were cold and now you're heating them. But the reality of that situation is there was no real pain that was caused by snow or by me walking or by me being in the cold. It was simply a symptom that my brain said, we already know that you think cold, ice, snow, rain is going to cause pain. So here you go. <laughs> now, at the time, did I know any of this? Absolutely not. Did I feel like something was really wrong? Absolutely. I think in that particular case, I believed I might have had arthritis. And where would that come from? That would come from, in my personal experience, from my parents, my mom, my grandmom. Arthritis, don't go out in the cold. Don't go out in the rain. Don't use cold water to wash your hands. I remember being a kid, five or six years old, and washing my hands. I didn't care if the water was cold, hot, whatever, as long as I got my hands washed. And I remember very distinctly my mom saying, don't wash your hands in cold water. It's going to cause something. It's going to give you arthritis. So what five-year-old or six-year-old kid knows what arthritis is or even believes that cold water is going to cause anything? For me, cold water meant fun. For me, cold water was, I'm washing my hands. Why does it matter? But those are the types of things that stick in our mind stick in our brain and as adults it's still in there in the subconscious and it causes us problems it causes us situations they're subconscious memories but under the surface we have this belief or this fear and then you start thinking oh maybe it's because I washed my hands in cold water Maybe it's because I was walking in the snow. Maybe I should have had on boots. Maybe I'm walking too far. And that's what gets the brain sending us pain. And then we believe it. And then what happens the next time it snows? We think the same thing. We feel the same way. We have the same emotion. We have the same fear. And we get the same pain. You know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We get what we're thinking about. Now, the pain is real, right? We, we hurt like hell. It's difficult to walk or it's difficult to run or if it's difficult to get up from a seated position. It's difficult to bend over and pick up something off the floor. The pain is real pain that needs relief. But the root cause of the pain is caused by our brain. So the key to getting through the pain is that constant reassurance that you're okay. 
I'm okay. I can do this. I can do this movement. And then when you do, say thank you. There are a lot of people that say, well, that sounds like malarkey. (laughs) And the funny thing is, if someone told me this two or three years ago, you know, I would have felt the same way. This is malarkey. That's not what I've that's not what I've learned. That's not what, you know, pain is. That's not how pain works. That's not how pain relief works. Now that I've been through it. I understand that's exactly what works. That's exactly what worked for me. When you get to a situation where you look back over time, many, many years, and you say, I've been to 10 or 15 doctors. I've tried 10, 15, or 20 different things. And the pain never really went away permanently. I took this amount of over-the-counter drugs. I did this amount of ice baths or ice treatments or ice packs or heating pads or heating blankets or resting and you're still in pain. So when I looked at that, I said, there has to be something. There has to be something. And I thought about it and I researched and I read and I had this knowing inwardly that I would find a solution. It took more than 20 years, (laughs) unfortunately, but I did find a solution. And I guess one of the things that's um, quite annoying is to look back over time and think, so you're telling me that I spent all this time, all these years, all this money, all this energy, and I could have done this five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And the, the answer is yes. But... I'm so grateful that I'm actually there now that none of that matters. I can't, it's not like I can go back to 2010 or 2012 and (laughs) get all those years back in my life. So for now, the thing is for me to be grateful that I actually found that solution. Did it take long? Yes. Did it take long for me to get out of the pain once I discovered what it could potentially be? Yes. I think my first thought was that doesn't seem possible, right? I've I've been to the doctor numerous times over the years and for me to read something that says, oh, you know, it could be in your brain. It could be emotions. My first thought was, that's ludicrous. That's ridiculous. That's preposterous. (laughs) And then when you get to the other side and you look back, you're like, hell, that was that was my issue. 
That was the cure. That was the relief. That was the answer. That is the answer. So if you are experiencing what I experienced and you've been in pain for years and you have no medical diagnosis, doctors can't find out what's wrong. You don't know what's wrong, but you're consistently in pain. You get temporary relief from either medications or physical therapy or massage or doctor visits or heating or icing. Maybe it's time to really look at all of the options. Think back to when the pain started. Think back to does the pain move? Does the pain change in severity? Is it in my feet one day and then in my knees a week later and then in my back a month later? Is it really slight and then moderate and then severe? And I've been to the doctor and I've tried everything and yet it remains. There's a very high possibility that it's emotional. It's tension myositis syndrome, TMS, and it's related to how you feel emotionally. This could be something that happened in the last few years. Divorce, job loss, job change, death in the family, change in financial status. It could be something that happened when you were a child. It could be something that happened when you were a teenager. It could be something from a year ago, like a car accident. Or it could be something from 60 years ago like a childhood emotional trauma. What it is, is not really important. Because we will spend years and years trying to figure it out. And that's another number of years off of our lives that we're not living to our full potential. The important thing here for me was Okay, if it's emotions, let's deal with it. I know I'm angry. I know I'm sad. I know I'm lonely. I'm okay with that. I can face that. I can handle that. I know why I'm sad. I know why I'm angry. I know why I'm lonely. And eventually, if you choose to work through those things, yes, then you will have less feelings of anger, less feelings of sadness, less feelings of loneliness. But in the interim, for the pain, the key is to understand that there's nothing structurally wrong with your body and to, to continue to move physically to get around the pain. Yes, the emotional piece is something that we can face, that we can deal with. But from a standpoint of pain, it's more about continuing to move and reassurance to the brain that we're okay. If you have any questions, contact me at painpass.com.
Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. And as always, I'm working to help you have your pain in the past. And that's our show for today. Chronic pain can leave us feeling depressed, lonely, helpless, and hopeless. Don't isolate yourself. Join our community of other people who are also experiencing chronic pain and related symptoms by signing up at painpass.com. For the Chronic Pain Members Area, newsletter, and podcast guest information, sign up at painpass.com. If you enjoyed this show, please be sure to subscribe so that you're notified of new episodes. Please rate and review this podcast and maybe share it with someone who may benefit. See your medical professional, doctor, or therapist and inquire about your own personal options for your pain relief. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope I provided you with some inspiring thoughts that may help you in your life so that you can say your pain is in the past. <laughs>